0: Hey, everyone. I'm Abby, and my love language is quality time.
1: And I'm Jenny, and my love language is words of affirmation. Welcome to Blame It on the Vag,
0: your weekly vagina talk with your besties.
1: Today, we're doing our second episode of birth control. We're going to be focusing on the pill. But first, how's your vag this week, Abby?
0: Oh, my God. My vag is so frustrated it's been fucking like i swear it's been like a month but i don't think it's been a month maybe like two weeks since we've had sex and it's because a i was on my period but b we have a fucking puppy who's like a newborn and it's really fucking pissing me off i hate i'm not a puppy person i've decided i don't,
1: I, blame
0: you. I don't like puppies i love our puppy you know i love him right him right. But I don't like puppies. And it's the same way I was with my children. I love my children, but I don't like babies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay.
0: Yes. So yeah. That's kind of how I've been the last few weeks. Um and I don't know a lot
1: of work. They are realize.
0: You know, and you can prepare yourself. Like I knew. Obviously, you know when you know what you're getting into. Right. You're but it's still, it's still, even when you're actually experiencing it, it's still like, okay, yeah, this is really a lot of work.
1: <laughs> we, at the animal shelter, we would give, I would give long lectures and people would sit through them and nod their heads and be all excited to take their puppy home. And then the puppy would come back two weeks later uh. with them saying, oh, I just didn't realize it was so much work. So that whole hour long lecture where I was going over how much work it was going to be, you didn't realize how much work it was going to be.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, we know and we knew. And it's not like I'm sitting there going, I didn't know. I didn't realize, you know, I do. But also it's like, okay, I'm like confirmed. It's like confirmed. Like, yes,
1: exactly. Yes, it is. (laughs) And, And it's okay to not be a puppy person. If you get a, if you get a puppy as a couple, as long as one of you is a puppy person, that's really all that matters. And yeah. then it's just all about like it is with the baby. It's it's about scheduling and routine and just dividing up the work. Yep. <laughs> like, people yep. laugh, but that's totally what it is.
0: Yeah, and that's totally what we're doing. And I mean, it's working and he he really is a good, a good puppy, I think. I mean, I don't really have very many to compare to, but it seems like he is, and Josh says he is, so um, but he's still a puppy, and he's still, you know, pees on the floor, and tries to right. chew on the table, and, you know, he's chewed a big hole in the wall that we didn't see <laughs> like behind our couch. <laughs> oh, no! So, it's like, well, fuck, okay. <laughs> but, Yeah. So and now my Vag is suffering the consequences of a new puppy.
1: Puppy.
0: Aww. But it's okay. I think we have some sexy time scheduled. We're like next nap. We're doing it next puppy nap.
1: <laughs> oh, next puppy nap. I was yes. Next say, time he goes. Your next nap.
0: No, not I mine. Mean, dude, week. I need to sleep on my naps.
1: Right. <laughs> not a sex.
0: Yeah.
1: Naps are for naps. <laughs> yes they are not for sex
0: but yeah so how is your vag jenny
1: my vag is good my period was short so that was nice oh good still have the packaging from that ginormous vibrator (laughs) stuffed under your bed yes but i like the vibrator that's really nice Okay, I'm glad that one that's working out the packaging I was not that happy with I don't know that I'll order from Adam and Eve again for that reason. They sent a quote unquote free gift. And it was one of those little, I guess, pocket vibrators, just Mm -hmm. the one that you use on your clit and it's dead already. And It's not dead already because I masturbate so much. <laughs> it's dead already. It fucking died during the first session. It only had enough battery for like I don't know, maybe ten minutes. That's not long enough. It's Come so
0: on. So you, you have to change the battery like after using it every ten minutes. Do you think? Right, and they're, they're the not
1: batteries? regular batteries.
0: Of course not.
1: They're the little flat kind. It's uh-huh. just not working. No. If yeah, I. If need- you could just pop
0: like a triple A in there, maybe it'd be okay, but.
1: Exactly. I wouldn't care. And, you know, if it was. If I just needed like a triple A and I was having sex with a partner, it wouldn't matter because mm. that's when those little ones come in handy. And you don't need it for more than 10 minutes because, you know, it's on and it's off and it's on because it, you're doing other things and different positions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it just. Isn't worth it for me at this time. Yeah. Makes sense. I'll probably, if I, in the future, when I'm with someone again, I'll probably look at the little one that you were looking at that Cindy had talked about, the cute little one with the Mm -hmm. diamonds or the rhinestones, the diamonds. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm sure there are people out there with actual diamonds in theirs.
1: Yes. That sounds like a Kim Kardashian kind of vibrator. Yes.
0: Yes. And she'll be like, here's the one that I recommend. It's pretty cheap. It's only $20,000.
1: We're totally suing if she comes up with her own line of diamond vibrators.
0: Yeah. But then we know that she listens to us. Kim, if you're listening, hit us up. We'll help you design a diamond vibrator.
1: (laughs) And Jenny will help you test it. Yeah, I mean, she'll test it on herself. She won't (laughs) test it with you. I mean, you're gorgeous, but you're not my type. So in doing a little bit of research for this episode, I just came up with a couple of fun, random fun facts I thought I'd throw out there. Did you know that Cleveland, Ohio has a museum with one of the largest collections of antique IUDs in the United States? That's really specific. Okay. Right? Is it like the Antique IUD Museum? Like, what's the name of it? Shit! Why didn't I write <laughs> the fucking name? No, it's like the History of Birth Control Museum or something oh, okay. like that. Okay. Um, and it just happens that the Antique IUD collection is just a portion of their oh, collection. Okay. They have other collections, like a condom collection, historic condom collection. So I just thought it was interesting that they have all these antique IUDs stored there. The other fun random fact, why do condoms have names like Trojan, Sphinx, Ramses, and Sheik? Because the popularity of the condom came with the advent of latex in the 1920s, which means they came into popularity in the time of silent films. Oh, okay. There you There are your two random fun facts. Hey. And from there, we're, gonna, we're going to have our talk on Margaret Sanger. From fun facts to Margaret Sanger. Not so fun facts. I We touched on her briefly in our first episode, and we talked about how, yes, she's problematic, but we cannot have any conversation on birth control pills without talking about Margaret Sanger, and there, all of the controversy that surrounds her. So I want to recommend an article, and I will link it under this episode on our Facebook page. It was written by... Imani Gandhi, you can follow her on Twitter, her hashtag, or she's at at angryblacklady on Twitter. She wrote an article for Rewire.news on how the false narratives of Margaret Sanger are being used to shame black women. Because that's, that is how the right is Playing things now. It's all about shaming the black community and specifically shaming black women. So I'm going to quote her anti-choicers wield misattributed and often outright false quotes about Sanger as weapons to shame black women for exercising their right to choose and even more nonsensically to shame them for supporting Planned Parenthood. Sanger was pro-birth control which is why she has to be included in any birth control conversation. We wouldn't have it without her. She pushed for it. She pushed for a woman's right to her own body. The funny thing is, is she was completely anti-abortion. So she was actually on the side of the Mm anti-choicers. Planned Parenthood didn't even begin performing abortions until after 1973. And that's something that I can't fucking say enough because that doesn't have anything to do with Margaret Sanger and this I, yeah, I didn't realize that she was passionate about birth control and this passion led her to align herself with eugenics as well as with racists and an assortment of people with questionable character she was so singularly focused on her goal and so determined to get there that she didn't pay attention or maybe she just didn't care who she was surrounding herself with and aligning herself with to get to where she wanted to be for women.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that sounds pretty typical of somebody who's
1: who has that drive. Right.
0: Who's so focused she, on that, that end goal.
1: Exactly. Dorothy Roberts wrote a book called killing the black body and she points out that leaders in the black community welcomed Margaret Sanger's birth control agenda in the 1930s and she was even criticized for not going far enough to help the black community. I think it's it's important to keep also in mind that in the 1930s we were still segregated. And the birth control clinics that were opened in the 30s were for white women only. Yeah. Margaret Sanger wanted to change that. She wanted to open clinics that were staffed by black doctors and nurses so that they could educate the women in their community about contraception.
0: So it sounds like some of the stuff she wanted to do was... With good intent.
1: So the Negro Project was a joint effort by Margaret Sanger and Black community leaders to bring birth control to the South because they didn't have it. Mm -hmm. So now that we've gotten the Margaret Sanger talk out of the way, it was 60 years ago in May that we got what some women refer to as the equalizer. Others referred to it as the liberator. Ooh, I like that. The pill. It was celebrated because it meant that sex didn't have to lead to pregnancy anymore, which was very freeing to women. For the first time, we could control our own body, our own sexuality, and we could determine when we were ready to have a family. It wasn't, oh, shit. Here we go again. (laughs) Right. And since women were primarily the caretakers back then of the family and the children, a lot of that fell on us. And this suddenly, we weren't stuck at home. Yeah, we could take control. It empowered us. Critics warned that it would spawn generations of loose, immoral women. And demon babies, right? Well, I'm a loose, immoral woman, so. (laughs) There you go. I didn't need an equalizer or a liberator. Wait, are those vibrate? Those sound like vibrator names, don't they? (gasps) Yeah, we
0: should totally patent that.
1: The equalizer.
0: A liberator. I envisioned the liberator being just, like, this huge fucking thing.
1: Thick and long. Yeah. With the dual, like, the beads in it so it moves, <laughs> like, rotates inside as well as, like, vibrating on your clit outside. Mm-hmm. All the
0: bells and whistles. Yes. Literally bells and whistles?
1: <laughs> no, we wanted... Light. S- Silent.
0: <laughs> you really got to put that dryer on then. Or the <laughs> washer. Do
1: that laundry. I don't know. The equalizer, I think, would be silent. That mm. would be silent. But the liberator, I feel like, would come with fireworks. That go yeah, because it's every like, time you fuck it. you.
0: Everybody needs to know I'm <laughs> masturbating because I am a liberated woman. And I'm not hiding that shit. <laughs>
1: you know? I'm every woman. Yes, the liberators in me. (laughs) 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 That's the little
0: the jingle for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The commercial. (laughs) Anytime you want to come, baby. (laughs) 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 Maybe I should have been doing jingles. (laughs) That was perfect. Even though it was heralded as this life-changing thing for a lot of women. They still took it secretly because there was a lot of stigma attached to it. But it meant that involuntary pregnancy could no longer be used as a threat to keep us in our place. We had the power to decide when and even if we wanted to. It helped us plan and space out our families and it also enabled us to plan and build actual careers. Yeah, yet yeah,
0: and still and still have fun and not you know, why does the man get to have fun and have sex or whatever and not worry about it? You know, especially back then, right? Right. But we couldn't because we did we were too afraid that we'd get pregnant. Right. And so you just sit there and you never have sex and you do, you know, do your thing.
1: Or you did and then you had to go live on your aunt's farm right. until you had the baby and gave the baby up for adoption. Right. It, and it didn't just help build careers. In a lot of cases, women were working outside of the home. Both, both the husband and the wife were working. But... In 1962, employers could still fire an employee who got pregnant Wow, without penalty. So in some cases, the pill was literally helping women keep their job because it was keeping them from getting pregnant. And pregnancy wouldn't just derail jobs. It could totally derail your career. Because if you look at some of the careers that you had to go to college longer for, You know how tiring pregnancy makes you. Do you really wanna be sitting in a classroom or having to do rounds at the hospital? So the pill kept women on their chosen career path. They could now look at like the more long-term commitments in education and training. So they could look at becoming doctors, they could look at becoming lawyers, they could look at becoming veterinarians opened everything up. The feminist movement pushed the doors open, but the pill helped women march through them. 60 years later, women still lack full access to contraceptives, though. Are we surprised? I know. Now we have to worry that our employer will find out if we're on the pill. And if we work for a corporation that's run by someone who... Wants an excuse to not have to pay for that birth control. They can use their religion to refuse paying right. for it. They can choose not to cover it. Right. Pharmacists can choose they don't want to give it to us. So we went from having to up to the 1960s to having to disproportionately bear the burden of pregnancy and raising children to suddenly having the liberation of being the ones in charge of choosing Mm -hmm. when it was going to happen. And all it took was one tiny little pill a day. So for the first 10 years, the pill was celebrated. And then the 70s happened. The doctor's case against the pill was a book written by Barbara Seaman, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Did really? not make that up. <laughs>
0: oh, Barbara Seaman, your career choice was determined for you from the beginning.
1: It brought about backlash and Senate hearings. She brought out all of the side effects that women weren't told to begin with that could happen with Yeah. Women. I was going to ask
0: about side effects uh, in the beginning.
1: She brought out some of the actual side effects, but then she also brought out ones that weren't linked to it. So her book was sort of, even today it stands up on the one hand and we need to be thankful that she wrote it because it got the hearings, which eventually led us to the pamphlet inserts and being educated about that. But on the other hand, it was a typical Senate hearing where they were allowed to pick and choose who they were going to call and testify. That doesn't sound like today at all. Mm-hmm. And they were bringing in people who weren't keeping the interest of the pill in mind. weren't It wasn't about women's bodies. They had the man who had the stakes in the IUD testifying against the pill. Of course, he's going to make it sound worse than it was that, Sort of a thing. So the 70s brought about backlash to the side effects and the health risks that we weren't told about. So the Senate held hearings that made those health health risks become national news. And I can't imagine having taken low dose pills and been sick to my stomach and felt like I was out of control. I can't fucking imagine taking the dose. They were taking back then because they hadn't regulated anything. They were just basically doing high dose everything. There was no, you're sensitive. You're going to have a lower dose. There were no levels. It was just all high fucking dose. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Those poor women. Barfing everywhere. It, it's like a naked gun movie with birth <laughs> control pills. He's walking through like, the city, and behind him, you have women like barfing into trash cans, beating old men, or their husbands, <laughs> like beating their husbands with their yeah, yeah. way to the car, just being generally crazy. But none of them are having right. kids. Yep, eating, <laughs> eating everything, <laughs> all the chocolate. It's like being high. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you can see. Not that I would know what that's like.
0: No, not I at all.
1: Fun, it took scientists more than a decade to recognize the risks and side effects. And more importantly, to learn that lower doses were just as effective at preventing the pregnancy.
0: Oh, my God. Ten years?
1: Well, they said it took ten years. But the reality was the very first trials took place. The phase three human trials took place in Puerto Rico. Oh. Um, Yeah. Poor women. Of course. Who knows? So the doctor that ran that, Dr. Rice Ray, said that 17% of the women in that trial experienced unpleasant side effects like dizziness, nausea, headaches, and vomiting. And he reported while it was 100% effective at preventing pregnancy, it caused too many side effects. And in some cases, severe enough, 25 of the women dropped out of the study because they couldn't handle it. He didn't feel that the ends justified the means, basically. So guess which part was ignored in the rush to market? Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just latch on to the 100% effective at preventing mm-hmm. pregnancy, and we, get all, we don't
0: care about the other part where 25 people dropped out because it was too much.
1: I do think it's funny when I was reading some of the side effects, I was ticking off the boxes, and I'm like, oh, Abby and I go through <laughs> this every month, anyways, <laughs> right? So would we have even noticed? We would have been like, Well, what the why the fuck are we still feeling this way? Why are my breasts still tender? Why am I nauseous? Right.
0: But this is like all the time, not just one week out of the month.
1: That's true. You gotta do four weeks of that shit constant. Mm-hmm. It supposedly goes away after three months, but I can't put up with it for that long to see. No, and I can't remember,
0: I mean, when I was on the the pill, if I had those, how long I had those side effects or if it was, like, coming and going all the time or if it actually went away because it's been so long.
1: I remember flipping it at one point, too, where I was taking it before I went to bed at night. Think because I didn't want to deal with the nausea during the day. And then I'd fucking wake up in the middle of the night feeling like I was going to puke.
0: Yeah. So what's better, trying to sleep it off but waking up or having it during the day?
1: Right. And not being able to eat anything. And then you're retaining water and you're gaining weight anyways. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, but also thrombosis and embolism. Hmm. 1.3 out of 100,000 women experienced that, which the United States, of course, found acceptable in a pregnancy. But Norway and the Soviet Union did not. They banned the sale of it in 1962. So the result of the Senate hearings, the good part was that women were not well enough informed about the side effects. So package inserts were born at that time. Oh, we should mention, of course, when you're having hearings on birth control, you want to have women come in and talk about their experience with birth control.
0: Yeah, right? that, that would make sense.
1: Not no. in the Senate. No. It's like you don't want people to testify about Russia. They can testify <laughs> within the White House. You don't want to hear from women about their experience with the birth. Their
0: own personal experience.
1: Why would you care about that?
0: Let's just have the men come in. Let's have the
1: mansplain hearing. Right. The
0: mansplaining (laughs) filibuster. Just sit up there and talk forever. Right. About the pill.
1: Please. Good sir. Do inform us.
0: Yes, about how it affects our bodies.
1: While Congress, the FDA, and the AMA were still fighting with women over whether or not they were informed enough about the effects the pill was having on their body, Planned Parenthood was like, you know what, fuck those men, here are the inserts, and here are your side effects, so they just did their own shit and their own thing, and they were informing women who came to them, not for abortion <laughs> for birth control. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, good. I'm glad they stepped up.
1: Yeah, they were at the forefront always, which is why we always want to donate to Planned Parenthood. They are not racist.
0: And it's not all about abortions.
1: Nope. I was actually shocked because I didn't realize that it was President Nixon that signed Title X, which allocated funds for family planning services. So I was kind of surprised that it was a Republican that had done that. But Title X gave the grants, which is one of the ways that Planned Parenthood was funded. Not for abortions. (laughs) Sorry, can't say that enough. So possible side effects include breast tenderness, headaches, irregular bleeding, nausea, and some women reported changes in their sex drive, Mm -hmm. diminished sex drive, which, duh, because who wants to have sex when your breasts are tender and you have a headache and you're kind of bleeding on and off and you're super fucking nauseous? (laughs) like Right. Who no. in the right
0: mind wants to have sex <laughs> with all those symptoms?
1: That was a shocker. And some of the rare side effects are blood clots, heart attack, stroke, increased blood pressure, liver tumors, mm. gallstones, and jaundice. mm Women over thirty-five who smoke are at increased risk risk for all of these. My sister in law had an IUD and had really bad experience with her IUD. And so she had the IUD removed and they put her on birth control. And they just had to take her off birth control this year because she developed blood clots. Oh wow. In her leg. And that's that was the only thing they could think of that had done it mm-hmm. because it was a recent change. So it's rare, but It rare happens. Yeah. I know at least well, one. Uh, does it list mood swings and things like that? It
0: doesn't. Well, it's like a hormonal thing.
1: Exactly. Doesn't it? It is.
0: I mean, it, I I don't know. I've seen so many people talk about mood changes while on the pill
1: right and that was one thing that wasn't mentioned which was really weird yes definitely mood like well you have to think I mean it it is related to the hormones and yeah our hormones do take us all over the place it's like oh, yeah a fun little female roller coaster yeah you never know when you're Going up, 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 when you're plunging down suddenly, there are twists and turns, and sometimes it goes upside down. Sometimes you hate your life. (laughs) Sometimes you
0: love it. You know.
1: Sometimes you regret getting a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So the pill isn't just used for birth control, and that's the other thing that I thought we should really mention because w- Planned Parenthood is also maligned for so there are so many non-contraceptive uses for the pill and things that it's that it is prescribed for.
0: Right. And we and we've talked about this before. I mean, I was on it for um excessive bleeding and irregular periods since I was like since I got my period. And I know a lot of teens are too. They just, you know, their period is weird. And so they just get put on that to help regulate it.
1: Right. You know, some women experience severe anemia because their menstruation cycle is so heavy. They're put on it because that suppresses it and that helps them with their anemia. There are benefits that are non-contraceptive as well. It's like you said, the reduced symptoms of endometriosis, the reduced symptoms, when you have heavy periods, you have less flow and cramping. Reduced acne is also, I think yeah. Yaz is supposed to do that. Yeah, there's certain birth control pills
0: that are supposed to help with acne, and but then there's others that will make it worse, so...
1: You have to do your research and discuss that Mm -hmm. with your doctor.
0: Yeah. And that is something some dermatologists uh, want to try, you know, before the big stuff like Accutane. They want to try a birth control pill, which I these days I would refuse because of all the other potential side effects.
1: I think it depends on the individual, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm really sensitive to medication, if I'm taking something with any kind of side effect, it, even if it's the .0000001 person, <laughs> that's going to be me. Yeah, me too. So I think that's why birth control pills did not work for us, because we felt them. But I have friends who don't feel anything, and <laughs> that sounded horrible. <laughs> Have friends no who feeling. don't feel a fucking thing.
0: They're robots.
1: Mindless, numbness. <laughs> being. No, I just mean they can't. They're not as sensitive to things. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. anxi- anxiety. Anxiety disorder makes us more prone to it. Maybe. They don't have anxiety disorder and they can't tell. So we can take the same pill. For example, we could both take an anti-anxiety pill I will feel the minute it gets in my system, other friends will be like, hit me with another one. God,
0: yeah. Hit I not with- deal with those side effects.
1: Right. Where I can drink half a beer and be sloshed, they can drink six beers and not even feel it and still yeah. wake up and party, you know? So I think... Those are my friends who have done well on the pill. They don't feel any of the side effects. They only get the benefits. And for those people, the pill is amazing. Yeah. But it's like anything else. You just, you have to do your research. You have to know your own body. Yeah. And that's something that you don't know at 16.
0: No. Oh, man. Those fuckers would probably be just great on Accutane, too. They wouldn't get any of those side effects that I got.
1: Oh. And that you got for how long did you have to be on it?
0: A year. Yeah. I put up with, you know, I'm sitting there going, oh, I could not do the side effects for the birth control pill. Yet I put up with the side effects for AccuDate
1: for a whole year. (laughs) (laughs) Priorities. Exactly. As far as safety goes, there was a 2010 study that I found that was done in the UK that observed women for, almost 40 years. And it observed over 46,000 women. And it showed that using the pill didn't increase a woman's risk of mortality. And it showed that it actually may increase longevity. Wow! But I think that's also because it's known to reduce the risk of certain cancers like ovarian cancer, endometrial cancer. And since having a baby is the least frequent motivator for most people to have sex, (laughs) the pill makes sense because no one likes when you're just trying to get off really quick and then nine months later, Susie's born. (laughs) Right. Contraceptives have been sought and used for thousands of years. So this was a game changer for us. So here's the part of the podcast where we play Would You Rather. Would you rather, Abby? Would you rather take the pill or would you rather wear an amulet made of desiccated cat livers? Ew.
0: Um, I'll go with the the cat livers.
1: You'll wear the cat livers?
0: okay? Because it's an amulet, so it's inside, so it's not like I have to touch the cat liver, right? Right is that oh.
1: okay would you rather take the pill or wear an amulet oh that's not an amulet wait okay <laughs> would you have a lot amulets going on here would you rather take the pill or wear flax lint tied in a cloth and dipped in menstrual blood ew
0: okay I think I'll take the pill with that one
1: okay Would you rather take the pill or wear an ambulant made of shards of cat bones, but only from black cats?
0: Oh, cat bones all the way. I'm totally cool with that.
1: Got to make sure it's black cats. it's
0: just black cats. Okay. Ooh, I got a black cat.
1: And then you end up pregnant and you're like, oh, fuck.
0: God damn it. It was a white cat that was spray painted black. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Those fucking kids. Those neighborhood kids
1: black in there somewhere yeah would you rather take the pill or wear the anus of a rabbit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the anus Is this like a petrified or is it fresh? That would be like a very big difference for me because if it was nice and dry and petrified, maybe I'd go with the anus. But if it was like freshly ripped out of the rabbit.
1: Freshly I've... ripped out. It's all dripping blood. Don't
0: yeah. You? Yeah. I think I'd go with the pill at that point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tied around your neck with the intestines. Tripping <laughs> <laughs> fl- fresh blood all over Josh.
0: Like, wait, I have to get my amulet before we have sex. <laughs> you come walking <laughs> out like, with that thing. We're having sex and it's like <laughs> bouncing in his face. Like, <laughs> the rabbit. <rapid laughs> <end of blood. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Sorry, it's just my rabbit anus, honey.
1: (laughs) You're like, just close your eyes. (laughs) Close your eyes. I'm almost there. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather take the pill or walk three times around the spot a pregnant wolf urinated on?
0: How would I find that
1: spot? (laughs) That's my thought, too, when I read that. How do you even know?
0: You have to spend a long time tracking a pregnant wolf then. Like, this is dedication for a birth control man. Like, you're like, I'm, I'm embarking on my, my birth control journey. I will be following a pregnant wolf. Or if I think she's pregnant. We don't even know if she's pregnant. So right. we have to follow a female wolf. Wolf. Why am I saying wolf? <laughs> wolf. Watch her have sex, right? We have to make sure she mates. So then uh, we have to follow her and hope that she's pregnant. Then right. she pees. Then we walk around it three times. So and we have then, to drag our partner so we can have sex. Because I'm sure it doesn't last very long.
1: Well, I was thinking you had sex and then you set out on the journey.
0: Oh. And
1: walked around. But maybe that wouldn't Hi. work.
0: So maybe you have to have sex right before. Yeah, you have to have sex right before you walk around it. So you find the wolf and you have sex at the same time she's having it with her mate. <laughs> <laughs> then you go and walk around in the pee.
1: That was the early version of Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> wolf sex. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you walk around the area she peed in and in nine months, you know, either you have a little Johnny right. and you know she wasn't pregnant or you don't. Maybe the wolf follows you back because that's how she figures out if she's pregnant, whether or yeah. not you give birth. Right,
0: right. And then she'll eat your baby for you if you don't want the baby. Right. <laughs>
1: Just have to lever out your placenta as an offering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I still might choose that over the pill.
1: <laughs> Watching, just picturing Abby journeying into the woods, <laughs> Their little backpack on josh behind her he'd want to bring the dog he'd insist on it (laughs) oh yeah that dog's attached to his hip that's it that's all we've got for the history of the pill and the liberation and what about you
0: listeners what would you rather do
1: so don't forget to rate review and subscribe to us on itunes
0: you can find us on instagram uh and on facebook sometimes
1: on twitter You can email us at BlameItOnTheBadge at gmail.com.
0: Send us any questions you have. Email us. Drop us a a DM.
1: Send us stories.
0: Yeah. We love them.
1: Jenny across the room. Yeah.
0: Remind Abby things.
1: Tell us about the time your kids found your vibrators. I've been getting lots of those stories this week. That's awesome. (laughs) It seems you cannot hide them anywhere Your children Oh no
0: Yeah they will find them
1: They'll go into little black bags That are tucked somewhere not And find them Yeah This is true And have a great week Be sure to I was going to say masturbate But maybe we shouldn't be saying that (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week Get laid, Back.
0: Abby. Ow. <laughs> Let's cross our fingers.
1: <laughs> Wear your rabbit anus.
0: Yes, I will get that ready.
1: Actually, you don't need it because it's a pregnancy thing. We're acting like it's a good luck charm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it should be a good luck charm. <laughs> Maybe we should make t-shirts with a rabbit anus.
0: Ew, instead of a <laughs> rabbit foot. <laughs> Rabbit anus. Yes.
1: (laughs) Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye.